Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. First of all, I bet everybody on that road, if it's in Napa and Sonoma, they've had a couple of glasses of wine. <laughs> Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He is Andre Snellings. We are in for the guys, but one of the guys joins us now. Chris Carlin is the host of Canty and Carlin, of course, on ESPN Radio. You can follow him on Twitter at Chris Carlin. We were having a debate because ESPN did this fantasy marathon this week, Chris. Mm-hmm. I said I like waiting until the season starts. I, I will do my fantasy draft on September 7th. Andre says you need run-up. you got to have the draft in the middle of August, late August, and let things simmer and marinate a while. When is the perfect time to have a fantasy football draft? I think the perfect time is the week before the season. I would say, like, Labor Day weekend. Because you have an idea. Nobody's getting hurt between Labor Day and the start of the season. And I, I would hate to do it, Andre in the middle of August just because, like, if I draft somebody and I have a great team and it looks awesome and they blow out their knee in camp, man, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah, you know? no. I mean, uh, to be fair, Hammer uh, uh, distorted my take a little bit. I said after the Stunning. third. Stunning. <laughs> <laughs> I said anytime after the third preseason game up through the, the season. So Okay, you well, know, that's fair. What, what that's you said would be on that same energy. Here, here's the problem I have with the league that I'm in. Uh, I have been in this one league with my brother Steve and a bunch of lawyers from his former law firm. Yeah. And when you get lawyers involved in fantasy football, oh no. You talk about <laughs> no. sucking the life out of it. Oh, because the email like, chains, we literally Chris must be like a mile long. Uh, with we literally movie. have a yeah. constitution that can be interpreted many, many ways. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I've, I've, I've had a similar situation with one a long-running NBA league that I'm in. I'm an NBA and a fantasy basketball guy, and mm. I end up having to study before every draft. Like, okay, who am I allowed to keep, and yep. what is you know what, what what bylaw might I be breaking? So, so yeah, I feel you on that. Oh, uh, yeah. There are so many bylaws about keepers. No, you can't keep him because he's been kept two years in a row and he performed in the top five. Oh, my God. Please <laughs> just, stop. Just do everything you can to prevent me from winning. Just do that. The, the oh. other the one that kills me is like, come on, make a rule so that if my kicker goes down, you know, the morning of the game, I can go pick up another kicker. Like, I shouldn't have to keep two kickers on the... Anyway, yeah. not to you get can't too do that? deep down the fantasy. No, in my league, you waivers have to pass in order for now, you to acquire see, a player on your team. See, we have waivers to pass like Wednesday, and after that, you could just then pick somebody up. Agency. First of all, by the way, let's be clear. We should just abolish kickers from fantasy football. <laughs> Agreed. I have a league that I, I'm in two leagues. I actually cut back one this year because it's just three is like killing me. And uh, you, one of them has no kickers, and that's the way to go. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm in countless fantasy leagues, particularly for football. You know, somebody send me an invite right now. I'll probably play in your league. So, um, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I'm 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 a volume shooter. Yeah, but listen, why not throw as many darts at the board as you can? (laughs) Well, speaking of volume shooters, um, oh James Harden. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I mean, he's called Daryl Morey a lying liar that lies. He's left a dumpster fire, kind of his last three uh, NBA stops. Joel Embiid is an MVP. It's rare, but sometimes MVPs get traded. I'm going to let you go where you want with it. Philadelphia 76ers, go. It's a few different ways. Number one, uh, James James Harden had to change his playbook this year, and he didn't. And what I mean is the Harden playbook has always been activate fat suit when you want what you want. (laughs) And get me out of town. Can't do that after this year. When you look at the postseason, and yeah, he had a couple of 40-point games. He's inconsistent. For Harden at this point to be ticked off that he hasn't been traded, what is his ultimate goal? Yeah. It's always to get as much money as he can. So instead of going scorched earth here, and he's done it now for the third or fourth time, like, at what point are teams just not going to do it? Well, that point is now when you're not playing anywhere near the level that you were before. So the best course of action is get yourself in incredible shape, be a good teammate this year, and throw your line in the water next year, and some sucker's going to bite. Mm-hmm. So that, to me, is where Harden really played himself in this instance because he's so far down the line that he would have been actually much better off uh, in this instance to do um, all the right things to get out. Um, number two, Embiid absolutely bears some responsibility for the Sixers not getting to the conference finals as of yet. But having said that, the dude's the MVP of the league. And you you can't just turn around and trade him. If he's going to go and demand a trade like then we're obviously ripping the whole thing apart. Right. Right now, if I'm Daryl Morey, I'm doing, and I I know that the, the chances of this happening are less than 5%. I am doing everything I can to find a way to talk to Dame Lillard's people and see if there's any way he will consider going somewhere else and consider Philadelphia, and if so... Uh, how do I put this all together? I mean, Harden, at the very least, if he's going somewhere, is going to be an expiring contract. Uh, they obviously have to get other teams involved for draft picks, but again, that, that's you know, that's less than five percent at this at this point with what Lillard has wanted. It's it's the only hail mary yeah. that I think could save them at this point. Yeah, and the other thing they could do, Chris, is just wait and see what other star comes available and gets disgruntled and might want to go to Philadelphia. They also have some max contract slots coming available in the next couple of years. I don't know that you want to waste a year of Embiid's career messing around with this situation, though. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app. Chris Carlin is with us. Um, I was a little surprised by this one. I thought the Colts were going to play Gardner Minshew to start the season. Uh, but I guess, you know, the owner, that this has to be Jim Ursay getting involved, right? Shane Steichen said that this was his decision. Mm, to me, Chris, all the decisions in Indianapolis come back to Jim Ursay. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I don't necessarily buy it in this spot because I do think 
they think their best chance to win is with Richardson. The problem is they're not winning anything for real this year. What bothers me the most about this is too many times we've had quarterbacks who haven't played enough in college. Uh, When you add in Richardson's accuracy issues last year, I think four or five of his games, he was less than 50% completion percentage at at Florida. Um, When you add all of that in, now we don't know if we're going to have Jonathan Taylor or not. Why would I put the guy out on the field? Like, yes, he needs to play, but I don't need to ruin him at the same time. Zach Wilson was, you could argue, if he doesn't turn his career around at some point, was ruined. We've seen other guys, and I know that Trey Lance is being used as the other example in another way. The 49ers were rolling with Trey Lance before he got hurt. They were ready to go with him, and they were fine with him, and they were going to let him continue to grow. Sure. And so my point here is, it's not a comparable spot. I, I don't think there's any harm. I mean, Patrick Mahomes sat for 14, 15 games. You know, mm-hmm. there's, there's no point to rushing Richardson out there. Young, um, Stroud have both played a lot of football. I understand them starting. In this spot, I'm not rushing Richardson out there. Makes no sense to me for the Colts. Yeah, and I'm worried that, you know, they could end up as the worst team and then they could end up being one of these teams that takes quarterbacks and draft two years in a row because <laughs> they could end up having to take Caleb Williams. Carlin, appreciate the time as always. We'll talk soon, bud. Godspeed in those fantasy leagues, boys. Yes, sir. And, and you too, and you may want to hire a lawyer of your own to <laughs> d- defend you in the case of Carlin versus the other teams in your league. Chris Carlin. I have host- one. It's my brother. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Carlin on ESPN Radio. You can follow him on Twitter at Chris Carlin. Canty and Carlin is presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle. RV, motorcycle, boat insurance. Go to Progressive.com. That is Progressive.com. This is the best thing that has happened to the Jets since they drafted Joe Namath. I love Aaron Rodgers with something to prove in a new city. Rodgers to throw. Touchdown! Everybody wants to win MVP. Anyone who says they don't is lying. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He's Andre Snellings, Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Yeah, the Jets have a lot of things about their team to like, but their offensive line is not one of them. Aaron Rodgers sounding off on this topic today. Andre, I think it is a significant concern, the biggest concern right now in my mind for the Jets. Yeah, I mean, it has to be. Last week, uh, Greeny, the biggest Jets fan at ESPN, if not the planet, said that Aaron Rodgers was a deity and that we don't deserve to walk on the same planet as him. Hmm. But that doesn't matter if the offensive line can't protect him. Right. Well, all of a sudden, his ability to be a god disappears (laughs) when he's standing on the sideline with a boot on his ankle because he's gotten demolished by somebody's pass rusher. Here is A-Raj talking at a presser today about how the offensive line needs to just develop, and we got to give him some time. Take a listen. Oh, I thought we played a lot better up front today. So missing Dwayne, Lakin in practice today. We had Joe at, uh, doing some center stuff yesterday. So it's a work in progress. I feel like it was Rich maybe asked a question about the continuity of the guys playing together. And I was thinking maybe we'd start to figure some stuff out. Obviously, it hasn't happened yet. There's jobs up for grabs. That's the beauty in camp, but also the struggle is in talking with you know a couple of the guys. We just need some continuity at some point so guys can feel comfortable playing together. Maybe that's the end of next week. Maybe it's the, the week that we have in between the season. Uh, in the last preseason game, but jobs are up for grabs. 
Dre, I'm reminded here of David Bakhtiari, who I remember <laughs> Packer fans saying, just wait until he, just wait until Bakhtiari is back and everything will be okay with our jet passing game. It's not good if it's August 16th and you don't know who your starting offensive line is. Yeah, yeah, like the old commercial. It's at 10 p.m. Do you know where your children are? Right. I mean, but no, so what I, the mental image I was getting, especially as we were talking about that deity stuff, is in the movie Avengers, where. Loki is faced off with the Hulk and he says, you can't touch me. I'm a God. And then the Hulk picks him up by the leg and slams him three or four times all around. And my kids love that scene. We call that yeah. getting Loki'd in my house. Uh-huh. I'm just picturing Von Miller Lokiing Aaron Rodgers in the first game of the season and how that just kind of blows up every hope that, that the Jets have. They have yep. to have this offensive line get right. You know, in a in a large way, I used to think, you know, quarterback league, quarterback league, quarterback league. If you don't have a quarterback, the older I get and the more football I watch, the more I realize, even in this day and age where we're chucking the ball all over the place, the teams that win at the line of scrimmage are the teams that win the Super Bowl. How did the Philadelphia Eagles get there last year, Andre? Yeah. With the best offensive line in football? And they set a record for sacks. I think they had 70 of them. Mm-hmm. So the Jets have a good D-line, but their O-line situation is majorly concerning. And you can sense it. Robert Sala knows. He's the head coach of the Jets. Hard Knocks training camp with the New York Jets is available streaming on Max. And here you can listen as he went off in a team meeting on his offensive line, the episode that aired last night. It was our first opportunity to change the stink that's been in this organization for a very long time on the offensive side of the ball. You can have a Hall of Fame quarterback. You can have two $10 million-plus receivers. You can have a reigning offensive rookie of the year. You can have all kinds of skill in the running back room. None of it matters until the big boys up front change who the we are. We, as coaches, we as an organization, can't want it more than you. And I'm watching that tape all night last night trying to find something to show that we're changing, and it didn't show. Multiple <laughs> curse words, multiple skips Yeah, in the audio. Yeah, and that um, was not a record skipping. That was not. <laughs> those were curse words that were not allowed to play on terrestrial radio because otherwise we would get in some trouble. Andre, uh, uh, scale of 1 to 10, how yeah. concerned are you about the state of the Jets, the players that play in front of and not to the side of Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it has to be at least a seven. I, I don't even know if that's being too conservative, but it has to be at least a seven because, as you pointed out, it is a quarterback in a passing league, but that means that the guys to protect the quarterback and the guys to get after the quarterback have outsized value. And right now, the Jets don't have the guys protecting the quarterback, and yep. they've got a 40-year-old quarterback. So yep. getting hit now is going to be a little different than getting hit when you're 26. My my dad used to always say as yep. he got older, is like if you if you if you break a leg now, it just stays broke. Like it it, it never gets all the way fixed again. <laughs> so so yeah, um I think I think a conservative 7 is where I would put it. Look, Aaron Rodgers is in better shape than me, but when I bang my knee now at 40, it hurts for about a week. It used to hurt for about a minute. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. I'm Aaron Goldhammer with Andre Snellings. I kind of think, actually, the more I consider this division, because I think New England, we talked to Mina Kimes earlier this week, ESPN NFL insider, hosts NFL Live, and she says playing the Patriots is like being dragged into hell. I mean, they're not going to be able to block New England's front. I don't know about Von Miller and Buffalo's front, and Miami's got a couple of good pass rushers, too. Yeah. Um, You know, I kind of worry and wonder 
is it maybe more likely with the Bills sitting there that the Jets actually finish last than they finish first? It's possible. The, the AFC East is a really strong division. And so you got the upside of, hey, the Jets, we were a quarterback away last year. We were good at everything else. And yeah. now we got the quarterback. So that's going to push us to the promised land. But you've got the floor of this offensive line has been injured and ineffective for years now. Yep. And we're in mid-August and it doesn't look a lot better. Well, here's the other thing. They're the Jets. I mean, doesn't doesn't that factor into the thing? More shots fired. No, no, I'm sorry. If you're a Jet fan and you're out here, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. The Jets are like the Browns. Wait for the other shoe to drop. Like the Things usually don't go the way you want them to go. Even when you had Brett Favre, you start nine and three or whatever, and you end up losing the last four games of the season and missing the playoffs. Like, this is the story... Of this franchise, since Joe Namath ran off the field with one finger in the air. So that stink that Robert Sala is talking about in that clip, and again, you could watch and stream Hard Knocks with the New York Jets wherever you find Max, on your phone, on your Roku, wherever. Like, I understand what he's talking about. It, it, it takes a little bit more for me to get over the hurdle in my mind of the Jets have a franchise quarter. I just have a hard time seeing that. Yeah, and what you just said is actually really pertinent. The history repeating itself, right? Like Aaron Rodgers' career could be cut and pasted and put on top of Brett Favre's career, right? Yeah. You know, from from the quarterback getting drafted while he's still in his prime, the multiple MVPs, the one Super Bowl, the going to the Jets. It's yep. like ticking off the list. And Favre did start off really good, and then the offensive line let him get down and he got injured. Yep. And we're already talking about the offensive line for the Jets being a yep. question mark for Aaron Rodgers. They yep. do not want that history to repeat. If you had to bet, Jets make the playoffs or Jets miss the playoffs? I mean, 50-50, I would still edge towards Jets making the playoffs because, I mean, I'm, I'm on record. I think Rodgers finds a way to have an MVP season, but this offensive line is making me question that. Yeah, boy, it is. You could see Zach Wilson in there before you <laughs> even know it, Jet fan. Just be ready for it. Up next, we play another edition. Good bet, bad bet. This time we're focusing on two things the NFL regular season MVP, and the Heisman Trophy. We get to that after Andre has this word from our friends at Indeed. When you're running your own business, the last thing you need is running into problems hiring. So check out Indeed. The all-in-one hiring solution makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates. With tools like Instant Match, the moment you sponsor a post, you'll instantly receive a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. You can then invite them to apply, schedule, and conduct interviews, all from the Indeed website. Visit Indeed.com slash credit to get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or 
your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. We've got the odds. What are the odds? Now it's your turn to decide. May the odds be ever in your favor. Is that a good bet or a bad bet? Time to play Good Bet, Bad Bet, Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN App. We're on Sirius XM Channel 80. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He is Andre Snellings. And, Andre, we bring in producer Eric for another edition of Good Bet, Bad Bet. What's up, Eric? How are you? I'm doing well, guys. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. Now, listen, you're going to give us the bet, and it's our job to determine whether whether it is a good bet or a bad bet. And we're going to start with some regular season NFL MVP bets, Eric. So go ahead. All right. And I do, I do want to preface this by saying we're not betting the ranch on any of these guys. These are some names I want to throw at you and see if you like the value that Caesar Sportsbook has uh, for them winning the MVP. So we're going to start with a popular name I've been hearing for a Dark Horse MVP candidate in Trevor Lawrence at plus 1800. So, Aaron, do you like that bet? I do. I think I could see him having a year three where he really asserts himself as a top five quarterback. I think his weapons got better with the addition of Calvin Ridley in Jacksonville. I don't know that I'm out here predicting that Trevor Lawrence is going to win the MVP, but could I see it happening? Yes, I could. And the plus 1800 number, I feel like he's undervalued because he plays in Jacksonville. And that's something that I could take advantage of. Andre? I think I'm going to pass on that one because I feel like he's in the range where you see the dark horse candidates pick. Like I remember last year, Jalen Hurts was in this kind of plus 2,500, got up to around plus 1,600 early in the season. And I think he would have won the MVP if he wouldn't have gotten injured. But I don't know that I see the Jaguars making that kind of leap. I think Mm -hmm. the MVP, especially for somebody like uh, Lawrence, they would have to go like, 13 and 4 or 14 and 3. I think they'll be the best team in a bad division, but I'm not sure they make quite that much of a jump. So I think I'm out on that one. All right, next one here is Justin Fields, Chicago Bears quarterback, has a new number one target in DJ Moore. He's plus 2,500 to win the most valuable player. Andre, good bet or bad bet? 
In this case, funny considering what I just said, I kind of think it's a little bit of a good bet because Justin Fields has kind of the rags to riches potential that I don't think they have in Jacksonville. The Bears had the worst record in the NFL last year. And I could imagine a world where they go from three wins to 10 or 11 with Justin Fields rushing for 1,000 to 1,500 yards and also having a decent year passing the ball. And if he does that, just on a Russell Westbrook type, we've never seen these numbers before across sport analogy. I could see that. So I kind of like that one. Dre is also a quarterback of a team that is public, Mm -hmm. that has narratives surrounding it. Yeah. And that has never had a good quarterback since, you know, Mm -hmm. black and white TV. (laughs) So if Justin Fields has a good year, I think everybody's going to be more apt to get behind him. It's not like voting for Mahomes again or something like that. It's it's the quarterback of the Chicago Bears if they have a good year. Which, trust me, the quarterback of the Chicago Bears going back, who? Sid Luckman was there? Who was the last <laughs> franchise QB? Right, right. But go back before I was born. Jim McMahon's the closest thing I've seen. Yeah, but even he wasn't. They had a franchise defense. I yeah. don't know that he was a franchise QB. He was, he, was a punk, he was a punky QB, that's for sure. What's up, Eric? <laughs> All right, so we talked a little bit today about the San Francisco 49ers and the fact that there may be still some question marks with Brock Purdy. But Christian McCaffrey, a plus 8,000, might be a good value, Aaron. Good bet or bad bet for I Christian McCaffrey. He, I don't think he can MVP. stay healthy. Look, I love anybody at plus 8,000 and the idea of winning that, but I think he'd have to rush for like 2,000 yards in order to crack that list and be the MVP. So I, I think that that's just – look, it, there might be some value there, but something tells me that it's just taking credits and setting them on fire, basically. What do you got, Andre? You know, I actually kind of like this one. It's like a small bet or maybe even one I might parlay with something else because at, at plus 8,000, you know, you, you have a good point about his health. But I look at 2019 McCaffrey. He goes 1,387 yards rushing, 1,005 yards receiving, and 19 total touchdowns. So he puts up a 1,000, 1,000 type season with 15, 20 touchdowns. For a 49ers team that could end up as the one seed in the NFC and doesn't have a big brand name at quarterback, I could imagine that being a case that would at least get him in the conversation. And at plus 8,000, eh, you know, that, that might be worth it. We've never seen a wide receiver win the MVP, but Justin Jefferson is being taken number one in fantasy drafts. He's a lot of hype around the wide receiver for the Minnesota Vikings. So on Caesar Sportsbook, he's plus 10,000 for MVP. So, Dre, what do you think? Good bet, bad bet. So for him, I'm going bad bet um, because we've seen him be the dominant offensive player. I think he was he won Offensive Player of the Year uh, yes. a year or two ago, right? So yep. we've seen that from him. We've seen Minnesota win 13 or 14 games with him in that role, and he never sniffed the MVP. So I don't expect Minnesota to be that good again this year, but even if they are, whether it's Cousins or someone else uh, getting enough attention, I don't think Jefferson could win the MVP. I totally agree with that. I think wide receivers can win the Heisman, but I don't think a wide receiver can win the MVP because I just think their quarterback will be the one to garner the lion's share of the credit or at least split the votes with them. What do you got next, Eric? All right, speaking of the Heisman there, Aaron, we're going to go to the Heisman Trophy and give you a few names in the college ranks as we're just as pumped up about the college football season, week zero right around the corner. 
Let's start with Marvin Harrison Jr., the Ohio State wide receiver at plus 1,800. Aaron, good bet or bad bet for him to win the Heisman this year? I think there's value there. Ohio State does not have a big-time quarterback. In fact, there is still a battle going on at practice for who the quarterback at Ohio State is going to be. And I think he's far and away the best receiver in the country. We've also recently seen a receiver go off in Devontae Smith and have an amazing year and win the Heisman Trophy. So I, I could see a world, especially at 18 to 1, uh, plus 1,800, you bet 100 to win $1,800. I think that's worth a few credits, Trey. Yeah, I'm, I'm agree with you there. Um, Harrison is not just the best receiver. You can make the argument he's the best player in college football and that had he not gotten injured in that Georgia game last year, there's a really good chance that Ohio State could have knocked out what turned out to be the two-time national champs. And all of that is based on Harrison. So, yes, I could see him putting up a Devontae Smith-type season and potentially winning the Heisman from the wide receiver spot. Even though he plays for the Ohio State Buckeyes and I am a Michigan Wolverine alum, I I, I think there's value in Harrison. You clearly are a Benjamin Franklin alum more than you are a Michigan (laughs) alum. Canty and Carlin, good bet, bad bet. (laughs) Producer Eric joining us. I'm Aaron Gold Henry's Andre Snellings. Who do you got next, Eric? All right, we all know that Caleb Williams is most likely going to be the number one pick, but there's a plethora of quarterbacks in this year's draft, and another one that Mel Kuyper and other uh, draft experts seem to like is Drake May, although we don't always see the number one pick translate with Andrew Luck at Stanford. I don't think he really was in the Heisman conversation, but Dre, I'll start with you. Plus 2,000 for Drake May, the UNC quarterback. Good bet or bad bet for him to win the Heisman this season? I'm going to go with bad bet. Um, I'm, I'm feeling guilty now talking about I was a Michigan alum and, and took an Ohio State guy. Now, while I'm also a Georgia Tech alum, and we're talking about another ACC guy in Drake May. But more than that, I just don't see them winning enough games for him to challenge for the Heisman. Like To, to win the Heisman as a quarterback in college – your team has to be basically undefeated, right? You have to be number one overall. And I just don't see UNC running the table like that. So I can't see him winning the Heisman. Boy, plus 2,000 looks nice, but Dre, I totally agree with you. Mm-hmm. I just, and I also don't know if he has enough talent around him to put up the sheer statistics that he would need to challenge some of the other top guys. The, the only thing I'll say is that there are sometimes quarterbacks especially like dual threat QBs that emerge as the season goes on as Heisman contenders so I kind of have my eyes on some guys that are in this range but I don't think that Drake May is the guy you got time for one more Eric yeah one more and we all know that you know Texas has a lot of hype every college football season Quinn Ewers is the starting quarterback he's plus 1200 so Aaron good bet or bad bet for Quinn Ewers to win the Heisman trophy this season this is this is going to be a stay away I know last year in the Big 12 and there's a lot of storylines involving Texas and could they be a contender for the playoff and all that I just don't think Quinn your, yours is good enough. Yeah, um, I, I don't think that he's shown that he's on the level of the five or so best quarterbacks in the country. And I think it's more likely that he gets replaced by Arch Manning by the end of the season than him winning the Heisman Trophy, Dre? Yeah, I mean, what you just said at the end could have been my answer. I could have said two words, Arch Manning. Like, the thought that he's the backup, so he's going to be breathing down your neck, especially among the fan base the entire season, is just not conducive for a quarterback having the type of all-world, 
undefeated season like I was just talking about that Ewers would have to have in Texas in order to actually have a chance to win. Yeah. I just don't see it. He's really talented, but I, I don't think he wins the Heisman. I'll say this. College football is more fun when Texas is good. Yeah. So I'm hoping that they at least bounce back and have an even more competitive season. And I think they've got a game pretty early in the year. They got a couple of marquee national TV, put a big circle around it. They've got an opportunity to play Alabama in September. So we'll see as they start to make that transition to the SEC. Up next, could you step in right now against one of these Little League World Series pitchers and go yard? 888-SAY-ESPN. 888-729-3776. I'm not saying make contact. (laughs) I'm saying take some poor 12-year-old kid deep and gone. This is Canty and Carlin. I'm Aaron Goldhammer with Andre Snellings on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle tonight la quinta tomorrow you shine book direct at lq.com with everyone fighting for attention how can your business stand out and connect with customers easy get constant contact constant contacts award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out stay top of mind and see big results fast Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Here's the question. Little League World Series going on right now on ESPN TV. Everybody always enthralled with the kids. You step in the box against one of these 12-year-olds. What's the outcome? What's happening? Strike you out. Pop up, foul out. Is anybody going high, deep, 
and gone. Triple eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. This is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. We're presented by Progressive. I'm Aaron Goldhammer with Andre Snellings. Andre, you are first up. Now, you're a pretty athletic dude from what I've heard, right? <laughs> Used to be. Used to be. <laughs> All right, you step in the box, but it's against a 12-year-old. And by the way, this is not 60 feet, 6 inches, right? The uh, mound to home plate is much smaller in the Little League uh, Williamsport field than it is on a major league field. What's happening? What's the outcome? <laughs> so uh, I wish you wouldn't have started with me because I'm going to be the keeping it real answer. Like every, uh, the producers, they're, oh, I'm going to go two for four. I'm going to go three for four. I'm probably striking out. Like these dudes are pitching in the 70s with a close mound. So the estimate is that feels like a 94-hour pitch. I mean, 94-mile-per-hour pitch. Yeah. They've got movement on the ball. Uh-huh. Do you know how hard it is to hit a 90-something-mile-per-hour pitch? Yes. I yes. mean, it's dang near impossible unless, A, you're a savant, the B, practices all D-time. Like, well, Is there luck involved, though? Like, could you close your eyes and take a cut at a 90-some-mile-an-hour fastball? I think I could make contact. Well, I mean, but that's what, like, listen to what you said versus the question. Like, yeah, anything could happen. You know what I'm saying? I'm a big guy. If I make the right contact, then, yeah, I feel like it would go somewhere. But I ain't swung a bat in 30 years. You know, I'm just going to step in and close my eyes and hit a 90-something mile per hour fastball or a curveball at that, which, you know, I've never even really seen at that kind of level. Yeah, no, I'm probably striking out. You give me five at-bats, I get on base. Okay. The kid is 12 years old. Man. My goodness, man. Like, if you haven't gone through puberty yet, you're not striking me out. End of story. (laughs) I hear you talking. I I, want to see. I'm looking at this little lanky dude on the mound just now. And and how 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 tall is this guy? What is he? 5'9, 5'10? Probably. He's 5'9, 5'10. He's pitching from closer than than, than, than baseball average. Yeah. And he's throwing it. And and, I mean, that was a meatball, though. Do you see that one, Dre? That was a meatball. But I'm saying it's a meatball if you play baseball all the time i ain't played baseball since i was i didn't wear glasses the last time i played baseball well producer eric hit cleanup on the hard outs and the hard outs are the connecticut softball league what did you guys just win beer league champions the monday night league <laughs> we just won it we're the champions the hard friend. outs <laughs> the hard outs um all right so what would you happen to you you step in 46 feet from home plate, there's the 12-year-old kid. Now, no Denny Almonte. I don't want some 16-year-old dressed up in a 12-year-old's uniform. Hey, did he play in the Little League World Series? He did, but he's he was also a fraud. I'm just saying. He was out there. I'm not facing a fraud. <laughs> you could put, a Randy, you'd put Randy Johnson in his prime 46 feet away from me, and I'm not getting a hit on him either. Eric, what's happening to you against the Little Leaguers? I mean, Shannon initially asked me, the question of four at-bats, what would you do? I said immediately three for four. And now we're talking about hitting a home run. It was 16 short years ago. I actually hit a Little League home run. So mm-hmm. I think at this juncture, the way I was hitting some softballs, granted slow-pitch softball, yep. I think I would uh, I think I would get, get one over the fence. You think you could take one of these kids deep? Oh, I'm my. going yard. Okay. Do we bring the champions to Bristol? Because I would love to. <laughs> let's put this live on the ESPN Radio Instagram feed, and I would watch this all day long. Yeah. Shannon, you're what? Hold on, producer. Shannon is back there with Eric, and his head is in his hands, and Eric, he's trying Eric, not to laugh. Eric what are is, you laughing he's about? He's so confident too. Mm-hmm. Like he said, like nonchalant. Oh yeah, I'm taking one of these kids deep without no, no doubt, without a problem. Mm-hmm. Like no, you are. 
are not. No, you are not. These kids are bigger, stronger than steroids in the food. These yeah. kids are throwing it super fast now. It's not that easy. These kids over here throwing off-speed pitches. You're not hitting a 12-year-old slider. But yeah. what about Matt Chapman? Is he taking one like 450 feet off the cars in the parking lot? Shohei Otani is going like yard, yard on these guys? Yeah, probably. Well, I right? mean, they're specifically some of the best baseball players in the world that pay, play baseball every day. That's a little different than a 40-something-year-old stepping me. off the couch. See, and, I, yeah, I'm just going to go deep. Again, Andre, I can make contact. Like, I could put All a right. bullet, just like a bunt down. I, I, you know, I want to see it, and I want to put some money on it. Making contact or Eric saying he could take one yard. Oh, I'm definitely putting money on that. <laughs> Triple eight say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Your calls are next. Also, is it time for the seventy sixers to move not just Harden, but move Embiid? We get to it next. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from three to seven Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.